this is the one. Uh, Lots 35, a late 18th century thin man Toby jug figure. Seated, right hand holding a pipe to his mouth and a beer jug in his left. Wearing tricorn hat, breeches and jacket in mixed brown, crimson and green glaze. The thin man style is distinguished from the better known ruddy featured Toby jug by the slender figure and angular face, which, depending on the coloration, can appear drawn or gaunt. By comparison with the closed mouth and convivial smile of the Toby, the thin man's lips are considerably drawn back from the teeth. This is normally interpreted as the figure smiling whilst gripping the stem of his pipe, but can also be construed as a sinister grin. The crimson coat of this item is particularly rare amongst its type, and will make this of particular interest to collectors. Uh, so that's it. That's the uh, that was the chappy. Um, it came to us after a house clearance, quite a big house clearance from a gentleman who'd passed away. I I can't actually remember whether the gentleman had any uh, any immediate family, but uh, I I think you just get a bit of burnout when you're doing a clearance and you end up selling the lot, you know, sight unseen. It's the uh, the seller and the buyer taking a bit of a gamble, really. And uh, as often happens, you get a lot of junk. Uh, but we happen to come across this uh, this little fella. I, uh, I don't think you can have no opinion about these sorts of things. You either like the characterfulness of it or you just don't like things with you know with faces and you don't and you don't want it around uh, there was a a colleague of mine who really didn't like it she she found it rather grotesque and uh afraid to say we do slightly stupid things like sitting it at her desk for when she came in you know just for a laugh and uh we did uh, at one point make up this story that one of us had been in the uh, in the storeroom really late I went for a last look round, and that they'd seen this, um, uh, you, you know, this person with a tricorn hat and a dark red coat gliding through the uh, through the shelves, and then they they weren't able to find them. And, and so anyway, um, the time for the sale comes up, and by this point we've established that the guy's actually quite a decent little find, so there's a good turnout. There usually is for, for porcelain. They they know their stuff. There's some regulars that always come along. Um, bit of bit of friendly competition, or at least it's usually friendly. Uh, there were these two lads, Larry and Fergus, known each other for years. They always had a good bit of banter with each other. Um, they were like chalk and cheese. Larry was quite uh, always turned out quite smart in his uh, steel glasses and sweater vest and a shirt and. Um, Fergus was all all kind of lanky and tweedy and had this stupid great moustache like if if Sherlock Holmes was a big game hunter. And they both they both fancy they both fancy this thing. I think one of them had one, it's just not a uh, not a red one. It got it was a bit silly and the price is going up to like four and a half grand. And and I think it's Larry Larry, yeah, who goes up to at five two. And Fergus is a bit narky by this stage. 
Fergus, he always had some brandy on him, and he, he said something. He said something a bit unsavoury when he won't go as high as Larry. And then afterwards, so I understand, Larry said something unpleasant about Fergus's wife, who who passed away. Just um, just 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 all just all unnecessary, really. And normally, there's a few drinks down the pub afterwards, but no one was really in the mood. Um, um, so we all. We all went home, Fergus was put in a cab, and um, and Larry goes off to, to his house. And then the next morning, Larry doesn't turn up. He doesn't open this um, this little tea shop he's got on the high street. And eventually, someone goes round to, uh, to his house to check on him. And he's gone. He just completely vanished. Without his, without his keys, even though his house is locked up, uh, without his wallet... All his shoes are still there. Um, yeah, just, 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 just no one knows. And a bit of a bit of time goes by, and his sister so, shows up, and she's going to put all his uh, his valuables into storage. You know, in case someone does, in case in case someone decides to burgle the house while it's empty. And and she needs a hand, so I I go along with her, and so I can help her pick stuff out. And. And we're going round the kitchen, I think it was. And it's in the kitchen that he's got some bits of porcelain on display. And and it's at that point I remember the the thin man. And I think oh, we better we better have that. And I see it on the shelf. I I must have missed it before. And I. And then I realise I missed it because, because it's him. It's the thin man, except he looks like Larry, sort of painted up with, with his glasses and his pullover. And even the face looks more like Larry, except with these, you know, these, these sunken eyes and, and teeth. And I know, it's, I, know, I know it isn't the same one, because it, it, it's not painted, because Larry wouldn't have done that. He spent five grand on it, and there's no, there's no paint underneath it. And I can't see... I can't see the original like thin man anywhere, so and I don't I don't say anything to his sister. I just leave it and I, I, I help her pack the rest up. I I leave it there. I I feel like she shouldn't shouldn't see that. And as we're as we're coming away from the house I have to make myself not turn around because I know if I do, there's going to be. Like, I'm going to I'm going to see something just just gliding about, like round the edges of the windows. And I I still do wonder where 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 the the real thin man went. And whether somehow when we when we had our little joke, we we sort of made him happen.